you're in the mix with overachievers and we are back thank you guys for listening to episode eight of the overachievers podcast you i'm your host martin Mini with my co-host dj bo how are you guys doing yeah man uh first off Thank you to all the new listeners uh, from the Andrew Schultz show. Welcome. Uh, Welcome. That John was dope. And uh, shout out to all the new listeners from the Matt Reif episode. Y'all are appreciated. Uh, thank you guys, man. Couple announcements. We are going to Miami July 7th. I'm at the Ooh. Sentinel Theater. Are we? Yes. Am I coming? Yeah, we can go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have that booked one ticket. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah no, nah, I'm uh, I'm featuring uh, Kason uh, Wilson is headlining. Ooh, yeah, dope. it's gonna be a big one. Uh, Kason was on our go back a couple episodes. You could listen to that episode um, on iTunes. Okay. And uh, yeah, man, this uh, we got the the Miami show is gonna be big and nice. And shout out to all the people who came out to the Overachiever show season finale. And DJ Bo's back on this episode. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I was missing. You were week. missing. For a week, yeah. Yeah, but now you're back. Shout I'm out back. to Phil Lewis, who uh, was our co-host. Thank did you, Did a great Phil. job I filling in. I appreciate you stepping in, man. Yeah, man. I know it was we some big better. shoes to Phil. Phil killed it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Phil killed it. So the pressure's on DJ Bo, but I'm glad he's back. We're back yeah. in the mix, and today is a very special episode. I say that for every episode, <laughs> but this is one of our day ones. He's one of my favorite <clears throat> comedians. He's an overachiever's favorite. You might have seen him at the Kennedy Center yep. performing. You might have seen him at the Time Machine Roast, a show that he started and yeah. is the host of. And you can see him killing it all over the DMV, man. Start clapping your hands right now for the very funny <laughs> Benji Himmelfar. It's so great to be here. Yes. Thank you, Martin. Welcome. Of course, home. man. Yeah, man, this is long overdue, man. You're one of you're one of the day ones. The OG, yeah. triple OGs. Yeah, you heaven, know, heaven and hell, like heaven like, and hell, yeah. dude. I was thinking about when I met the first time I met you. When did you started in 2012? 2012. Yeah, I would started that year too. I remember you showed up at a uh, Potomac Grill. Hell yeah! And you were wearing you were that was that was right when um, music festivals were becoming real. Yeah, hip, yeah. You know, yeah. and you were dressed like music. You had like the the um, electro. You had the T, the cut off arms T, and the hat pointed yeah. up. That was like the look for the underground <laughs> yeah, festivals back yeah, then. And I was like, "Who's this festival kid who's doing comedy?" Right, and I you just that. and you had just started. So Potomac yeah. Grill, first year comedy. You were the first. Um, I felt like the first normal comedian I met because, like, <laughs> I saw you and I was like, "Oh, he looks pretty normal." Because I feel like most comics you see, because especially when you're in the in the in the uh, in the boonies doing it. Yeah. Uh, in our case, Rockville, Maryland, which is in the boonies, but we're at a fish restaurant to some extent. So it was like not a, it was an unorthodox place for comedy. Oh, Sh- yeah. Shout out to Rob Mayer for, for running that show. Yeah. But I met you and you're like, you seem very, um, uh, like really cool. I was like, yo, this is a dude. But I didn't think that I was just like, I wasn't really, it wasn't until like 2000, what, the next year maybe we started talking? Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I guess we're, everyone, we're just trying to figure the shit out. Yeah. Just trying to like, yeah. I remember that being a real insecure time. Anytime I saw a new person that had like, you had like a little swagger, you know, yeah. right, right, and right. And you had jokes too. You could tell like you had like presence and stuff. And I was like, yeah, because <laughs> I was like, I had no presence, and I was just like, yeah, and I had, I was over, was and I was in. I was overcompensating with confidence. So it was just like it was like uh, putting fuel on the fire. And uh, yeah, I didn't really make friends until like my first, second, or third year, which uh, ended up being like you were like probably one of the first friends. You, Chris Milner. Uh, and Jamel, I would say, were like the first few friends. But yeah, man, Potomac, Potomac Mafia <laughs> Grill, Rockville. I remember you had that joke about how 
you did a show in Germantown and there was one person in the audience and then he went to the bathroom so you went into the bathroom to <laughs> yeah I remember that that's funny yeah man I got, that was funny I'm gonna bring that one back baby <laughs> yeah dog how, so, did, how did uh the fire pit crew come about <clears throat> since uh, I don't oh, think I've ever asked y'all that that was uh what that was like a year ago we we uh oh, Chris yeah? me Chris Milner Benji and our homie Dylan we uh, we used to hang out at Chris Milner's uh, apartment after shows, and he had a fire pit, and so we would just hang out after shows, and just that was that was the that was it. There was not much of a a bigger. We were gonna store. get like leather jackets, bomber jackets, yep. or whatever, oh, like a motorcycle Christ. gang, <laughs> fire pit boys. Yeah, no, I th- <laughs> I'm glad we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> good lord, <laughs> that would have been hard to explain later. No, I think we just all naturally gravitated towards yeah. each other after. Um, like our friends started moving to LA and New York, and then we were just like, "Oh, I guess we might as well just hang out." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there wasn't much like, yeah. you know, uh, there wasn't much to it, man. But you had just when you started, you had just moved what from Miami? Yeah, I started in Miami, but then I moved pretty soon after that. What the hell yeah. were you doing in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> I got this job down there after college, and then I ended up just staying. You're down there. Like, the drugs are good. <laughs> <laughs> were you on the scene? At, like, were you on the club scene? A little bit, but like, I was a scrub. Describe like uh, Miami Benji. Miami Benji. Just more f- brighter colors. Yeah, I guess a lot more button downs. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Is a that lot more you, like right. long sleeve button downs? Yeah. That 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 look, mm-hmm. and a lot more like going to club, like club clubs. club clubs. But like <laughs> my homies, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my homies there, they were like, they were all boys from like from university of florida and they just knew mad people so we would go like you know there was like this club mansion that was like this yeah that's place. The one, yeah and we would like they knew some, they, yeah yeah they knew some promoter there so if we got there at 11 we could drink all you could drink well rum drinks Jesus. till 12 only that sounds like a problem <laughs> yeah so we would get there at 11 there would be no line at that yeah. point nobody and then we would just get fucking hammered on free rum and it's right in South Beach yeah. and then we'd walk out right at midnight when the when the promotion ended there'd be a long ass line hot girls dudes and we'd just be like this place fucking sucks you know yeah. hell yeah <laughs> that was the move we just went wherever there was like some kind of trick to getting yeah but yeah I was just I was a scrub <laughs> so okay so you're 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 in Miami you're hitting the clubs is that where you you acquired uh, a, a, you know a, a taste for like Latin women like is what, what, what got you what got you cause for those who don't know, well, Benji black or, women. or watch. Well, if you watch his set from the earlier years, he yeah. used to have a lot of he, t- he used to have a lot of cool oh, Latin shit. Latin okay. Latin material. Yeah, there was this girl at my. I went to a Jewish school, so there wasn't like a lot of Latin Jews there. But there's this one girl from like Uruguay or something. Yeah, in your Jewish school? Yeah, yeah. There's Jews in Latin America, and she came and she was like real sexy and she had an accent and she was yeah. all curvy and stuff. And I, that was the moment I think. Was that your first crush? Uruguayan Jewish mommy. Yeah, yeah. Too, man. Who is this Uruguayan? <laughs> Hawaiian Jewish mommy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what uh, that's what got me interested. Yeah, <laughs> they got you like. All right, so now yeah. you're you're in Miami. So then you were hollering like, unsuccessfully. You're leaving the, the club at twelve. You're like you're like. Clubbing. No, then we would like try to go to another spot oh, okay. where we knew someone. It was like yeah, all yeah, this yeah. whole game of like because you didn't want to be just trying to finesse the club. The old, yeah, yeah. Like down in my, like in South Beach, the Jewish if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> it's funny because go to another place. <laughs> all my boys down there, they were like Indian or like West Indian yeah. or like yeah. Jamaican or whatever. I was like the, always like the only white dude in the group, and they'd be like. I'd be like, why do you guys even hang out with me? And and then uh, they would make me go hail cabs and shit. That was before Uber. I'd be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. 
You're like, go negotiate a better deal on this bottle, Gigi. <laughs> like, all right, again. <laughs> the owner is like my cousin. Yeah, <laughs> that's dope. So how do you go from like club leaving clubs to going to other clubs? And they were like, you know what? I'm gonna go to a, an open mic comedy. Oh my god. I don't know. I was always like the funny dude at work, that, and funny like that was. What were you doing? What were you doing out there? Uh, I was, <laughs> I was working for like a wholesaler distributor to the Caribbean. What? <laughs> what is it? A wholesaler? How were you wholesaling? Like, like uh, grocery supplies. So huh. like like toothpaste and like cleaning fluid. Yeah. We sold it from America to like these countries where they don't mm. make anything. Gotcha. Benji doing wholesale business. Mm. Doug, you should <laughs> you should have seen me back then. But uh, no, I mean, it was like people were like, oh, you're just like on the beach in like Belize, like sipping out of a coconut. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like in this like warehouse with no air conditioning, <laughs> wearing like seven dollar khaki pants, like yeah. trying to negotiate with some Indian guy about a price of like Colgate. Damn. <laughs> that was out of college? Yeah, more or less. That was yeah. like your first entry level. It was my first like real real like desk job desk i did job. other sh i like sold flowers for a while so much had to happen <laughs> i feel Christ, like man. so much had to happen you gotta backtrack a little because this is like knowing think... benji right now yeah. to like just picturing him in miami in an office selling wholesale supplies to like belize they're yeah. like they're just third world countries yeah no i mean i don't know you were like listen you buy this toothbrush <laughs> for five cents on the dollar yeah it was a lot of that hell yeah was okay so then so yeah so i was always like the funny guy at work and then like there was one week where like just like a couple different people were like you're funny man like have you ever thought about doing stand-up it was, it was like, like separate it's like benji you funny bro you're not like the other guys <laughs> you stupid no uh <laughs> in this case everyone is like uh latino in my yeah. head at this point no but it was like yeah it was just like three different people my boss at the time he's like you're in the wrong business <laughs> was like, Fuck, uh, to your face yeah i was like damn he's like right. booing you boo <laughs> No, he meant like I was like I would send out like work emails that were funny, yeah, and it made people laugh and stuff. And I would say funny stuff all the time, but I wasn't that good. Did he at the pull job. you to the side and have like a, a heart to heart with you, leasing Benji, no. like while drinking rum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he likes. He was Dominican, but yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> was, was his name Hector? <laughs> Close. He just had some Brugal in the desk. You're not he like would these other guys. Benji, you special. <laughs> no, he literally told me I was bad at the job, but that I was funny. And then someone else, like my friend, was like, "You're funny. Like you should do stand up." And then like my cousin said something. And I was like, eh, and, and and like, but I who would be good at that job? Who would be good at like? No, there's people that was really killing good. it. If you're if you're just like an animal and you don't care about anyone and you'll fuck anyone over, yeah, and you don't care. You'll <laughs> lie to people. Just wolves in that business. And I wasn't I wasn't cut out for that. I'm too nice for that. So yeah. And then I was like, I had been to a comedy open mic, so I sort of knew what it was. And I was like, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Off the strength it. of what your manager said, like you listen, man. And I, you know, and I had some bits. Like these I had bits because I had like one time I riffed out something and I made everybody, all my boys, like I made everybody laugh. And I'm yeah. like, mm -hmm. what was it? What like, was a riff? Was it a character? Oh, no, no, no. It was, uh, it was, it was a joke. You're that, in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that back six, then. Seven years. <laughs> I was doing that. No, it was. <laughs> it was a. It's a joke I still do. At like, if if it's like a lot of older folks, or if like I'm doing a Bethesda show or something, mm -hmm. it was a. Uh, I expanded it, but it was about Jewish hell. Mm. Someone was like, Jews don't believe in hell or something. And I was like, yeah, it's like a, 
it's a department store where nothing's on sale <laughs> and there's nowhere Hi-yo! to make a complaint. Yeah, that was my first joke. That was one of the first jokes I ever told on stage. Solid bit. I still I still do it when it's like if I was talking we were talking before about those Jewish gigs. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. pull it out, dude. Ah, dude, yeah. Oh man. Killing. So then you hit the, you hit the you walk what was the name of the first uh oh, open man. mic? I was did. it on the beach? No, no, dog. It was in it was far from Miami. It was like an hour and a half drive. It was in in uh, Lake Worth, Florida. It was oh, just okay. like a pill mill kind I th- of town. I was thinking Dade County. No, where no. Pitbull was hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Yeah. 305. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm next after him. Yeah. No, uh, no, it was like way up in like like where everybody's off the pills and stuff. It was like one of those kind of towns where like you go to the gas I, yeah. station, people try to sell you pills. One of the comics, it was in Lake Worth. One of the comics was like, there's no lake and there's no worth. <laughs> and it was at this spot called Woo. the Rum Shack. And uh, yeah, you could just put your name down. And How'd I went up. go? I mean, it wasn't a complete bomb, and then yeah. like I knew I was like I got to do. This. All right, describe. Wait, wait. You walked into this, this is like rum. There's Rum Shack in Lake Worth. Yeah. You walk in. Uh, it's, it's a it's a shitty open mic, yeah, right? Yeah. The who's like the, what's the demographic is like? Is it because Florida is one of those like weird states where it's like you go kind of similar to DC, you go thirty miles in any direction, yeah. shit changes mm. dramatically. Like in one part it could be yeah. like super Latino and another part just like super like red like redneck type yeah. vibes. What was this? What it was, was it like, like a lot of like this is a town, I think there was like a lot of rehab facilities in this town. Okay. So it was like so a, a lot, lot of meth. people dealing with like yeah and like opioids and stuff. So and then like, you know, just Florida attracts a lot of people who like they like couldn't make it anywhere else and they're just gonna go where it's warm it's like those yeah. kind of people who, or people who want to like hide out for a while yeah. where it's witness protection program yeah, yeah that kind of shit Florida. that yeah, kind of stuff people got drug problems and their family kicked them out of the, mm-hmm. their house or stuff so it's like a lot of like that was the vibe <laughs> nice. I remember there was one comic I, I'll never Good forget comedy. this if, if you want it like about the if you want to know about the town like this one comic he was more established and he was going up and he was doing jokes and there was like one table of real audience yeah and they weren't really laughing and he's like he just starts talking to him he's like just trying to do car work he's like what drugs do you guys do you guys smoke weed and they're like eh. they're like he's like you guys do coke and they're like eh. and he's like you guys do like oxys and they're like yeah yeah <laughs> so he's like riffing on that Jesus. and then he tries to go back into jokes and it's not working and he just He's just like a joke bombs and he turns to them and he just goes, Oxys, and they're like, yeah. And I was like, where <laughs> the fuck am Jesus I right Christ. now? Yeah. That's, so that's where Benji started coming. That was my first open mic ever. Damn. All right. So then you go up <laughs> and then you go up. It goes okay. You do the department store, yeah. Jewish show. It was like some poop jokes. It was, I mean, jokes that I never did again. Some, and, uh, did your friends come to support you? No, no, I didn't even tell them. Your West, doing. your West Indian friends? No, 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 no. no. I didn't did tell your anyone. Boss, did your manager come? Like, no. listen, man, <laughs> do the joke about that Jewish people in the head. That's a good one from the office. Ah, fuck. No, he didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. Like, I'm, I was the kind of person. There's like two kinds of people who do comedy. Mm. There's the kind that like tell all their friends and they all come out and support. And there's the kind like me where I didn't tell anyone for like six months because I knew I was gonna suck and I didn't want people to see me. That yeah. was my. I was scared of yeah, people. Yeah, and seeing you me. don't want the people like you don't want to be judged that soon either. It's like because if I brought people, I did bring like a, a few them out just because I wanted someone to like record the set. I just wanted to see how it went. But uh, you don't want them se- telling you something and then that pisses you off. Or like I'm not doing this shit anymore. Like, yeah, yeah, like, dude. That stick with it. Yeah, you know yeah, some yeah, shit yeah. like that. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get better. <laughs> Dog. I mean, that back then I would get so nervous on stage. I was very stiff. I'd always bring a jacket because I would like sweat through my shirt. It was yeah. like it was rough. I didn't want anybody to to see that. Yeah, and then did you, so did you end up doing? 
open mics in Miami. Yeah, because I would imagine few. Miami's it totally doesn't. It, at the time, it didn't have a ton, or at least I like I couldn't get a lot of stage time because I was so new. But I did. Yeah, I did like random, random shit for a few months, and then I I got fired, and then I left Miami because how'd like, you get fired? Um, because I was really bad at my job. I thought your manager liked you. He's like, you're not like the other ones. By the way, no, you're no. Fired. I mean, he was like, he liked me, but he was like, you're just not good at this. You're not providing any value to the company. <laughs> so, so you moved back because you got fired. Yeah, because I was like, what am I gonna? Do? Yeah. Am I gonna stay here with no job? Yeah, right, doing right, open right. mics in Lake Worth. Yeah, hell no. Shit. Yeah, those Miami days are so crazy. Like, just the, I, we the, haven't the, had any crazy the, Miami stories yet. The animals that we used to just like dudes like, just a lot of like people that I was with just drunk driving and doing crazy drugs and like getting pulled over for doing 100 miles an hour at like 5 really? in the morning and that kind of stuff. Shit. I was always the voice of reason. Yeah. But just like my boy, his brother was like, he was such a like, he was such a character. Like he was a type, he was all jacked up. He probably was like doing steroids. What was, his, what was his background? They were Indian. Indian wild, they were like Indian. bros? Indian bros? They were kind of bros. Yeah. yeah. But this dude, because <laughs> it can go either way with any. He was it, like, it could be broy or like hood, super like, nerd, or like or nerd or like super like like. Am I watching Menace to Society? Like what's going on? Because like, there's like like if yeah. you go to New York, you can see yeah, like you can yeah, see that yeah. too. That's true. No, but this dude, he was just like he was kind of he was like all he was jacked, and I think he was doing steroids because he was all aggressive all the time. And we'd be out and we just walking down the street in South Beach, and some girls would walk by, and he'd just be like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and we'd be like, Neil, what are you doing? I didn't expect that at all. I didn't see the story going that way at all. I'd be like, Neil, what the fuck are you doing? You just barking at His name us? is Neil? Yeah, yeah. Neil! Wow. What are you doing? And he's like, yeah, man, most of them don't like it. But the ones that laugh, you know they're about it. And I was like, God damn. He'd always be just like fucking girls in like a parking garage somewhere. He was a real Jesus. savage. Oh, okay. So sometimes yeah, that was just like sometimes, a norm- it, sometimes it did Shit. work. Then. Sometimes, yeah. It, <laughs> that was just a normal Miami person. That wow. guy. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, a, it's like a character from that um that the Rock movie with Mark Wahlberg. Like they were like this. They're like um, I call it weightlifting heads. Yeah, he, I guess he kind of was like that. Yeah, he had like this whole. He would sell refurbished Rolexes. It was very Miami. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Indian guy named Neil just barking at women. Oh man, that's your sitcom right there. <laughs> Get writing on it, Benji. Now, Lisa, <laughs> your boss. Is this the boss? Yeah, he's telling you. Yeah, you need to write a sitcom. You ever talk? You ever think about writing something from about Miami? Like your Miami days working in a warehouse selling a. Yeah, maybe. I don't I I got to think I got to go back and think about Cause it. Cuz like the, together the, the idea of you just living in Miami, going to like clubs and like uh and I, like working I, in a warehouse. I wasn't like, cool. That was the problem. Well, that's like, the I whole thing. You yeah, ha- yeah. you can't be cool. Yeah, yeah. It, you, that's the problem. Like you everyone wants to be cool. We all can't be cool. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I think Benji's cool. You, oh, thanks, Bo. Yeah. I think you're cool. I appreciate that. Man. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, I think you're like I don't. <laughs> you're both are gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, well, <laughs> Martin's nah, about to be canceled for that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> We're going to edit that part out. That's from the Come Town Premium episode. <laughs> so Martin said a slur. Martin said a slur. <laughs> but no, I mean, that, that, isn't that the sitcom that you, I mean, the, the, yeah. the, the, ep, like, they want to see that. I think that's like more unique and original because that was your life. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta put like, together all the, the premise. Stories. The premise is the you, characters. You go yeah. from yeah, you go from like the Jewish high school yeah. to there. It's like <laughs> you go from like being around all Jewish people to like being the only Jew. Yeah, 
and staying tr- how do you stay true to your roots <laughs> without <laughs> but you still, don't <laughs> say living like but living yeah. your truth okay this sounds like a good pitch meeting i would pick well, up because, that show well right, because bro? well because a lot of it for me was like I remember a lot of my stand up is based on and I would get like in arguments with my friend like comic comedy friends about like not all comics talk about their lives which I I get that 100% but yeah. I, my favorite comics always talked about their lives mm-hmm. and a lot of my like uh stand up is based on like personal experiences but exaggerated so yeah. like all these like characters like the Indian dude who's broed out that has like maybe he was on steroids and he would bark at people like that's a real person yeah. who at one point was his friend like that was his crew <laughs> and it's just like sometimes I you, saw that dude like every weekend yeah <laughs> and it was like but it was like but when you're younger you don't really you kind of like gravitate towards people like it's just convenience factor it's not necessarily yeah. like more than that it's like oh you know we're in the same office or right. job or you know and you end up just hanging out with them like that's what comedy's like in your first few years you just kind of like well you know we go to the same mics you know how I met those dudes? There's this girl I was trying to holler at, and um, she was like, "Hey, we're like, we're all playing like on a kickball team." And I was like, "All right, well, give me a lot of time to hang out with this girl." Right. And then, so I, you met the broed out guys met, who well, barked listen, at women. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but kick- so I was trying to holler at this girl, and she wasn't really interested in me, but I wasn't seeing it. And then I got to the kickball game, <laughs> and her boyfriend was like ended up being ended up being like one of my best boys after that wow so, so i gave up, up on her but then i yeah. made some new friends you, you made uh, a trying to holler <laughs> you gained a boyfriend i don't think i ever it. told him that <laughs> hilarious oh because he tried to like get at his girl yeah yeah i wouldn't i didn't want to bring that up but his brother was the barking guy oh that makes wow. sense yeah <laughs> Damn. do you talk to them anymore yeah i still talk to them. that's hilarious you got a lot of indian friends yeah, I do. I think Indians and Jews get to get along for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. You get along. It's business. Good business. Yes. A lot of business. <laughs> <laughs> business minds. <laughs> yeah. No, because I always hard working, <laughs> uh, conservative oh, family structure. You yeah. Know what I mean, lit weddings. Lit weddings. I've seen. I've seen a lot of wedding. You uh, Indian weddings. Yeah, yeah. I was in. A, I was a best man in an Indian wedding. Was there, there an elephant? At there the... was no elephant. There was a horse. Uh, budget cuts. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like with the elephant, that's like it's a pretty big budget. It is. Yeah, get a I horse. Don't know. Someone messed up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't you live up to their failure. <laughs> <laughs> they're not a doctor, or they can't get the elephant. Yeesh. Like I only own a liquor store. This is all I can get. Get a horse. <laughs> that's that's why you got kicked out of India. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Go play kickball. <laughs> The horse can kick the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well, yeah, I've been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that's what people want to hear about. They want to hear about the, the Indian weddings oh, and, yeah. the, and all that stuff. It's like you in all these obscure situations. Yeah, I've been like, that's the funny thing about my life is kind of by accident in a bunch of situations. I've ended up like the only white person in the room, like yeah. a lot of times. Like even when I went to college, like I had like I dropped out and I transferred to a new college, and then like no one, like it was hard to make friends. So I just ended up, for some reason, I was only friends with like this group of like black lesbians. <laughs> that was like my crew. Where? What school? <laughs> I went to the new school in New York. And the like, new school? Yeah, the new school. What is that? The the new, it sounds, like, like, a, a it sounds like a rap group. <laughs> we the new school. There's a we just all the lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Busta Rhymes' group, leaders of the new school, before he broke out. Yeah, but for for whatever reason, like, 
I didn't get along with the other kids or whatever. It was just like hard to make Wait, friends after. Let's backtrack to the new school. <laughs> what? Where did you transfer from that you went ended up at the new school? Well, I dro- I started and then I dropped out and then then I transferred there. Where was it? What was the original school? I went to GW. Oh, yeah, that's a great school. Yeah, and then and then this shit just what happened? To I GW? just I'd like. I was just a dumb kid, and I was like... How'd you get into GW if you were a dumb kid? That's a hard school to get no, into. No, I, I got good grades. I actually did. I, was, I wasn't dumb. You just didn't but I mean, I mean, I was like life dumb. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never thought... I, I never knew you went to GW. Yeah, I went Damn, there. your life was like headed in the right track. Yeah, yeah. And, and I dropped like out, and my parents again. were really mad. <laughs> you dropped... Just, so you decidedly dropped out. I You're dropped like, it's, it's out. Like, what, what was... What, 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 like, you, you just didn't fit in with the kids? Cause I can't no, see you hanging like, out with GW. I was just like, kids. this is not. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, wasn't. That wasn't my scene. But also, just like, I was like, what am I doing here? Like, I don't know. I wasn't like getting good grades. It seemed like, like that was like the path, like the from where you were yeah, in high school yeah, to GW yeah. was like the. It made yeah, sense. Yeah, it was like everybody was going to college, so you should go to. And then I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm wasting my time, wasting money. It's like it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. And I dropped out, and I was, <laughs> I was working at. I was living on my own. I was living with a bunch of people, and I was working at the juice bar in whole foods for a long time and uh and like cracking jokes were you riffing yeah yeah, always i was always joking i was the best at the clock game what's the deal with this mango smoothie (laughs) 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 yeah basically and uh my parents were like you gotta go back to college they were really mad we like you know we weren't talking for a while i was living in with all these random people and then uh the people that got me to go back to college was all these like Ethiopian moms that worked at the juice bar at Whole Foods. Whoa! They were yeah. like, they were like, why don't you? I can't do an Ethiopian <laughs> accent, but they're like, why, why the fuck are you not going to college? You're white, dude. You have, like, yeah. Yeah. we work here so much, so our like our kids can go. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I am wasting my fucking <laughs> privilege on this bullshit. What am I doing? Yeah. So. I spent some more time there, and then I transferred. Yeah. So if it wasn't for those Ethiopian moms. Yeah, they smacked some sense, and that's I think that's why I always had like Indian friends and friends of different backgrounds because I think like that was like their parents, you know. Yeah. yeah. That was exactly what their parents were like. Yeah. I think those those Ethiopian moms, you know, African moms, you know. Yep. And they took a liking to you. They obviously they liked they, me. They, they obviously something, liked you. Yeah, because I think I'm just a friendly person, and I I always made them laugh and stuff. Yeah. So how'd you hit it off with the lesbians? How they haven't come? I don't remember. <laughs> Wait, where is the where is the new the new school in, in New York? Where in New York? But where in New York? It's in Manhattan. Okay, it's near NYU. Is it like a super liberal? I'm gonna yeah, have, yeah. It's like really liberal. Liberal arts. Yeah, type? liberal arts kind of. What was guy. your major? Urban planning. Get Jesus. The fuck, bro. Yeah, Benji has like a weird. <laughs> you have a weird story, bro. I think that is it weird. The, not even weird. It's, I feel like what like the premise of you go- attending a school called the new school so after like it. yeah. it's like a it's like you're almost doing it's like a bit yeah, yeah so I, I graduated then, yeah. from the like, and then I, like I'm being I was friends right with now, the for... with the black lesbians yeah. pretty much only those were like my main how friends. many how many students were enrolled <laughs> at the new school not a like not a lot it was a small school and then uh, and then after that yeah that was right when the financial crash happened right when I graduated two thousand nine me too so I had the, a girlfriend at the time and her cousin hooked it up he had like he sold roses at universities mm-hmm. so i went for like a year i was like driving all around and i was in canada and like michigan and ohio driving around like selling roses at like graduations and dance recitals like i would like hold bouquets and try but to But why sell. were you did you need money or why were you doing it yeah i like needed a job so hmm. you were going to school <laughs> you were, but i couldn't the problem was i had a liberal arts degree and the financial crash happened so i couldn't get a, like a real job i was trying right. to get like a 
nine to five desk job. And no one was any, like, like, who the fuck are you? You, you didn't have any like Jewish hookups? Like, like, like where, like, I tried using your fa- like your family could have no. like Himmelfarb you into like a situation. Where no, like, I mean like take take Benji. No, no one. I guess we didn't have enough. <laughs> where it's like where you like sold flowers yeah. after college. Yeah, that was a uh, that was sort of a Jewish hookup because my girlfriend was Jewish at the time. And then you ended up like traveling all over the country doing that. Yeah, for a while, Whoa, and then Jesus, I got what? this job in Miami. <laughs> And then I moved down there, and I wasn't even expecting to stay, and I ended up staying for like four years. Were your huh. parents were your parents pissed off about that? No, they were just like, at least he's not like <laughs> dropping out, you know. They were just like, he's doing something. Damn. Yeah. So it all kind of went not necessarily down uh, downhill, but after GW, I was lost. That's I when was that's lost when things like were like GW was like the path. Yeah. And then like once you like got out of GW, it was like oh boy. Yeah, I I, I didn't know it. I was lost. What was your major at GW? I don't remember. I think it was like sociology. It's just like you know, major. You're a winging so- it, huh? Yeah, yeah, I was just like super winging it. Yeah. And then you were selling flowers. And then I was selling flowers. Then but I you dated a girl that got you into that. Into what? The, selling flowers. Yeah. Yeah. She like her uncle, her cousin owned the company. You're like Ben Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> what if? Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> she's Indian now. She's an Indian Jew. Yeah. Uh, From Latin Jews to Indian Jews. You're hanging out with les- black lesbians, Indians. <laughs> Bring me a bagel. Curry bagel. <laughs> Lots of locks. <laughs> yeah, so I got that. Yeah, it's been a while. I Thinking back, you make it sound like crazier than it felt. Oh, it's definitely It really crazy. is. Not, I, think, is. <laughs> I think for you, it's probably like, eh, whatever. But yeah, yeah. saying it out loud, that's just kind of wild. Yeah, oh, no, it's definitely crazy. <laughs> You were with your grandma? I was living with my grandma in New York for a while when I was in college. Damn. So you're you're going to the new school, with, hanging out with black lesbians. Were you rap? <laughs> the only thing that can make this story even better is like you're like, yeah, and I also dropped the mixtape. <laughs> you like I never dropped the mixtape. I used to make beats. You, you I made, made rap beats. We talked beats. about this shit. Too. I made rap Holy beats. Holy shit! Yeah. What was your rap beats like? Wow. What we, were they like? Do you have any of them left? I, Gotta, we'll, I'll we'll, dig them up. We'll open the we'll open this episode I made some with good your ones. rap beats. I was my favorite people were like early Kanye production and like uh, yeah. the all the people like heat makers for diplomats. That was like my. But, favorite. Did you have like, a fantasy of being in a yeah. rap group? You know, my fantasy was to like I would be a rap producer for like a living, like Scott Storch. You yeah, know? you could have easily Holy been Scott. Dude, I have a picture <laughs> in my room. Yeah, a picture of of height of fame Scott Storch in his mansion in Miami, all white. Gucci with Lil Kim in the background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Louis Vuitton loafers playing a piano with the Chronic 2001 like plaque behind oh him. Oh my god, that's in my room. He was still. the yo Scott Storch was the man growing up. Yeah, he did the dun, dun, like the Dr. Dre, uh, yeah. the Still Dre joint. Yeah, yeah. and he did all, every beat from back then that had like a Middle Eastern sound. Yeah, he did that. Hell yeah, dude! So you want to be like Scott Storch? I wanted to be that. Can we yeah. play your beat on this episode? Yeah. Uh, I have to find. I don't know where. It's they crazy are. how like <laughs> it took us. It took us like an, like an hour and ten minutes to unpack all of this. Right. You're hard. You're hard to like talk. Like, I feel like I'm talking. Hard to talk to. You're hard to like. No, nah, it's hard to get to Just like delve to, to like. Is it to like? Yeah, the story for it to come oh, out. Oh, the story. Yeah, because yeah. the story doesn't like to come. Because you had a back in the day. You used to talk. Uh, very rarely do you talk about like your 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 like where you're from, like what your background is. Yeah. Like it's kind of like. I don't know surface stuff. That's true. I don't know. I just don't feel like it's that funny. My background. It was like real. There's nothing funny about it. But you don't. You don't really. You don't. <laughs> but you don't enjoy sharing. It's like you also don't enjoy sharing it. Hmm. 
like I'm the op- I, I like, yeah, I like, love, I love sharing it because it's like, <laughs> I just feel you, like your story. I mean, you're talking about my stories. You're, you have a wild story. Yeah, you my story, but a it's unique one. But it's like, uh, but I also, I, you know, at the same time, I, I like to share it because I think, uh, I don't know, for comedy purposes or what, even if it's not funny, I'm like, I just like yeah. people knowing my story. If that makes any, I don't know if that's a weird thing. No, no, not at all. I, Why I do think, you think that is? I like the idea of people in LA knowing me. I like the idea of mm-hmm. people in New York knowing me. I like the idea of people in here in DC knowing me. But it's for something that I, I'm passionate about, which is comedy. Okay. And then, you know, this podcast gets people and wherever the fuck they listen to this shit. It's like, I like the, and whether it's, yeah, ideally you would like episodes to be funny. Right. Not every episode's funny. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm okay. And I'm comfortable with that. And I think like your story is fucking <laughs> gold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not yeah. just gold, but it's like, bro, like but that dude, shit is dude, like hanging out with black lesbians at like already. It's like a really, <laughs> like, it's a really liberal school, and we would go uh, to like I would go with them uh, to shit that they were doing, and there would be yeah. some like they would have like the black students group, and they would like invite me to film screens. <laughs> yeah, and it would be like the whole black students group and like all these other people, and they would show some like radical film, and they'd be talking about it afterwards, and then everyone they'd be like they'd be talking for a while, and then everyone would turn and look at me all at once and be like. What do you think, Bench? <laughs> like, I'd have to come up with the most like on yeah. the fly answers that would yeah. <laughs> piss off black lesbians. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But Yo. don't you? Th- but like looking back, don't you think that had a b- pretty big impact on like who you are now? Like, I think so. Because that's exposure. Yeah, I think. I mean, <laughs> I was talking with uh, I was talking with Brittany mm-hmm. about this, and I was like, I was talking about how I dressed with her because she's like all in fashion and stuff, and I was like, Do you think? like minorities see me and they think like trump supporter or did they think do they think i'm like a chill white person or and she's like i think people see you and they could tell you've had like black and minority friends yeah (laughs) something about you that because and i think that's like that's that's because i grew up like all pretty much all white jewish except for sharon what's up sharon holler yeah and uh (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) jamame but like uh yeah i think i don't know that's something about the worldview that I was just exposed to stuff. I don't know. It's not and that right. happened all like in your adult, early adult life. Mostly. Which is wild. I didn't even know. That, you know, I it's, barely... it's backwards usually. I feel like, well, no, it's like usually you have like early experiences where you're like, you, you interact with people and then usually like in your adulthood, you kind of like lean towards just being comfortable and conven- like yeah, convenience. That's right? true. Whereas you're the opposite. You like took more chances in your adulthood and like kind of just like ended up in these crazy ass yeah. situations. I think, yeah, I don't know. I didn't even really know. I barely knew any not Jewish people till I was like 16. Like I had like some some neighbors that weren't. But, but I that think isn't like, that prevalent? Like uh, Mahdi Litwack kind of grew up in that same type of like when you, if you're ju- super ju- like if yeah. you're Jewish, like you, yeah, the family really, kind of puts you in these Jewish yeah, situations. Yeah, I was in Jewish school. My parents took me to synagogue every weekend. Yeah. So I thought like everybody was Jewish. Like I knew they weren't, but I thought they were. Because Jewish people always like size up other Jews. They're like, look, yeah. we were the first person that did that. And look at that big guy. He did yeah. that. And this singer and that writer and that comedian, whatever. They're always like, right. sizing yeah. up. I was like, oh, the whole world's Jewish. Yeah. yeah. Why doesn't anybody, everybody like us? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't get it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I never thought about that. Like how much going to Jewish school, all your friends are Jewish. Yeah. yeah. And that's all you know. That's all you know, yeah. 
is that do you think that maybe that's what drove you to going to all these yeah extremes? i think it was like it was it was like pressure and i needed to like escape and like come back to but it. did you ever think about that or do you just kind of no, did i it think like, in retrospect in retrospect like, you're like to, wow like, yeah. yeah you never really thought you just like yeah. fuck it, i'm gonna go sell flowers in canada <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that's such a wild left turn growing up in potomac maryland oh, going to shit. jewish school now next thing you're here, like i'm gonna hang out with all black lesbians just take that mom and dad fuck you <laughs> Keep paying my liberal arts degree yeah, money. They were just happy I was going to college. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine culturally, you know, if they if you didn't go to college, that'd be like a huge thing for the family too. Like, oh, he's not going to college. Yeah, they'd be all worried about it and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's normal. Damn, all black lesbians, and then then you went to, and then from there, <laughs> all black lesbians. That's gonna be the name of my first album, Bo. That's all gonna be the name. No, that's today. gonna be the name of this episode. <laughs> all, black all black lesbians. <laughs> Hell yeah! You gotta listen to know what the fuck we're talking about. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. And now, like things have gotten so much better. It's like uh, you started the Time Machine Roast show. Uh, it's like one of the most popular shows in DC right now. It's. I saw the first one. I saw in its entirety was the Underground Comedy Fest. Uh, and uh, it was it was so fu- from top to bottom it was so funny man um, if you haven't seen it I think a lot of people uh, we get a lot of skeptical people they're like eh, that sounds like a good idea but what the what is it and then yeah. we win them over like we have it's crazy when, I mean I remember talking to Dylan about like we'd be like yeah yeah so our fans are gonna want it and we're like oh did you hear we just we have we have fans yeah like, it's like the first time we'd ever talked about yeah. because people come to every show because yeah it's, it's different yeah. every time and it's like it's a good product it's wild but it's like people are skeptical and then we yeah you know, explain moment. explain what it is while i cue this up real quick oh, okay <laughs> yeah so we get a bunch of comics and like comedy performers they go into character as historical figures just mm-hmm. random historical figures and then we do just a straight up comedy roast we gotta like we all just make fun of each other <laughs> yeah. for bullshit things they fucked up if they got yeah. divorced if someone cut off their head the king yeah. cut off their head we make fun of them so we got if a clip fat, this whatever. is uh <laughs> this is benji yeah. as uh babe ruth you were known as the blowjob queen of Hollywood because of all the studio executives you sucked off <laughs> in the 50s. Nancy, you've blown more Jews than the breeze in Tel Aviv. <laughs> you've handled more Jewish meat than a kosher butcher. Okay. Ted Kennedy is here. What a pleasure to roast a man whose normal blood alcohol level is Bombay Sapphire. Uh, he was a great orator. Who can forget his iconic speeches like uh, saying the alphabet backwards to a cop? <laughs> and uh, the famous, I'm not drunk, you're drunk. That, that's, like a, that's one of Benji's characters on the show. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's crazy to see like a show grow mm. like over time because uh, with our show, it took, a, it took a minute for people to catch on and people want to keep coming back and like pay money to see it. Right. But... Uh, I you know, like the way your show started has a, it's it's been pretty like fast. Tell us the story how it started. But we like, were doing it in, uh, with Ahmed in, uh, in like this little bar. You know, there'd be like barely anybody there, and then like Ahmed stopped doing it, and then me and Dylan took it to the improv. Yeah, and we were just time. like, uh, can we like do it? here <laughs> it's a good show like just put yeah. us in the main room <laughs> wait wait so you walked so you walked into the yeah, we like asked for a meeting with them yeah and then we were just like hey, did you have like, you ever worked with the improv before i mean we like knew them we like yeah. worked as stand-ups yeah. before 
but like so, yeah <laughs> but you so you have this show at the rendezvous lounge for yeah. like like 10 people <laughs> yeah, it's a big jump and yeah, then you go yeah. to the, you're like you know what yeah and they're like and it's like you and Dylan. yeah and we just i don't know we just you walk we were just confident and they were like all right we'll give you a chance in the lounge the lounge holds 60 people we'll give you a shot we don't have anything on this like wednesday yeah in a while and then it sold out like three days in advance and then the next show was at the DuPont Underground, and that sold like 200 tickets. Yeah. And then, then from then on, it's been in the main room. Which holds like, like 250, and we sell like 200 plus a show. Yeah. Wow. It's incredible, man. It's pretty great. Yeah. It's wild, yeah. <laughs> I think back on it, I'm like, that's crazy. Because just, we just knew that it was a good show, and we knew that we were funny, and we knew we knew funny people. Yeah. yeah. Now, you, 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 yeah, it's to see a show go from like, lo- like local to, to the DC improv stage. Yeah is crazy because that never happens it's very rare that it happens and i think that's like it's good for like dc audiences you know there's a lot of people with like degrees and liberal arts degrees and master's degrees around here yeah but you don't have to have that to enjoy the show so like yeah so when you're when you're working on a new show it's always different characters yeah we always do different have you ever repeated a character uh, I don't think so. We still have it. No, maybe we did the for the first time, but it was a repeat of from like the rendezvous days. Got so it. there was like mm, okay. nobody would have remembered. Of course. Yeah. So then like every time you go into a new show, you uh do you write jokes for anyone else or do you just Dude, write- I don't write jokes for anyone else. I just write my own jokes and every show it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy as a writer to do it because I'm writing like ten to twelve minutes of all new, new jokes yeah. that I never tested before uh-huh. and I'm doing them one time ever. And I usually, I mean, like, I don't, I'm not like a big on this, but I usually kill. Like, yeah, I yeah. usually have a very strong set. You should, yeah, you should. I'm like, it's like. Has there ever been a situation where it hasn't gone amazing or like not? Well, there's been times where I feel like I had to close out real strong and I'm glad. Like, I always go at the end because, yeah. you know, but I spend so much time on it. But it's like, it's crazy as a comedian to be like, I'm going to spend all this time on jokes and then never do them again. Some of them have led to like stand-up material. Right. Most of them are so specific. Like, like we had one joke on the last one where it's like, uh, it was fat. It was like old Frank Frank Sinatra, like Landon Metzges was playing him, and he was wearing a tuxedo, and I was like, man, you look like Chris Christie dressed up as James Bond for Halloween, and it's like, (laughs) 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 which is like, when else could I say that? It was just funny, and you know, it's like, but it's like, it's good. It's a good writing exercise, and I feel like, I I want it, dog. I want to be like, I want to write in comedy i want to have like a writing job and stuff yeah. i want to do stand-up also it definitely it showcases it definitely showcases your strength and uh the last show you had was last week right at yeah. the dc improv yeah how was that one that was good man it was tough it was tough because you know it was the first one since dylan's been gone and so it was like kind of emotional you right know? and it's like it wasn't fair to anyone else because i'm like man if dylan was here he'd be so good i'm like comparing everybody you know because the part of the fun of it was like me and him would try to Right. make each other laugh and like you know it's like you work to you right. know how you don't make a lot of friends in comedy and you get right. to work with them on something that's really fun and you, yeah. you respect their sense of humor and, the, and to go from like, like starting out in a like in a small spot yeah. to like for people to understand like the dc improv is like the crown it's the biggest yeah. like undebatable the best show i mean the best room in dc arguably in the country people say top five like uh, venues in the country and so like you know, Benji and Dylan had this show. They take it to DC Improv, and it was c- so cool to see you guys have something to work on together. Yeah. And then you guys, like, uh, and then you, like, the last show was, uh, I, you know, I would imagine it was, like, emotional. Like, yeah, everyone was, every, yeah. everyone was talking how great it was, though. And I, it was, like, that's it's fucking awesome that you get to keep it going and, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, it was tough, man. I was pretty fucked up about it for, like, the next day, really. Yeah. But, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you were asked to, uh, you know, you were asked to to speak at his at his funeral. Yeah, dog. <laughs> that was that was like another that was that like was another wild. moment. That was another. It was like, uh, what were you think? What was your like? I was like, I, you said something to me. You were like, man, you really got to bring it. You're gonna speak. To <laughs> I said that. Yeah. No pressure. Damn. Jesus Christ! I had that in the back of my mind, and then I talked to Andy Klein. No, you know and he what? Had spoke at yeah, his brother's yeah. funeral. He's yeah. like, man, I wish there was like a late show so that I could like work on the jokes and punch him up. <laughs> yeah. You know what it was is because we we all got the te- we all got a text basically saying like it was me, Benji. Uh, uh, yeah, me, Benji were in the text with uh, with Sean about you know who's gonna speak. Like at the at the funeral, yeah. and you know, uh, ended up, Benji ended up being like the comic, and it, it was like uh, it was. I remember thinking like, man, and then Milner ended up writing a letter, and you read the letter, yeah, and I was like, I remember being at the funeral and watching Benji go up, and like, I was like, yo, what's going to like? <laughs> how is he going to approach this? Because yeah. like, it's not a, it's not like there's so many layers to it. Oh, it's our, it's, it's our best. It's like one of our best friends. It's a comedian. Yeah, you know, we're and there's the like entire DC comedy, comedy scene, was, scene there. was there. Dylan's entire family, his childhood friends, his coworkers, who I've never even knew about. Like, I didn't even realize. Never, never thought about Dylan in an office setting <laughs> environment. I only know comedy Dylan. I don't know mm-hmm. office yeah, job yeah. Dylan's. But all those people were there. Yeah. And the opening line of the of Dylan uh, of Benji's set, or Benji's set, Benji's <laughs> eulogy, was uh, I can't believe I got bumped at Dylan's funeral. Yeah, because <laughs> that wasn't, <laughs> and the place just erupts. Nice. That wasn't even written, dude. Because she was like, she was like, all right, the lady running it was like, all right, you're fifth. It was just like going yeah. up at Big Hunt or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you're fifth. Yeah, <laughs> it's like who's that? Who, who am I? Who's before me? I wanna, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like <laughs> but, you're, the, you're as far as we knew, you were the only comic yeah. going up. And uh, so they got through the fourth person, and then the lady gets up and she's like, "All right, if anybody else wants to say something," and I was like, uh. "And then and like Rob Mayer came like rushing up, yeah." And I was like, "All right, I guess I'm going after Rob." And she was like, "Wait, <laughs> <laughs> wait, everybody, please, we still have one more." <laughs> so that's why I said I can't believe I got bumped. And then yeah. That was that just came to me. That wasn't planned or anything. I wasn't expecting to get bumped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I mean, you did. I mean, you you did, you did such a great job. Like just on all on all fronts. Because yeah, it had to be meaningful, but it also had to be funny. And I was just the whole time I was I would look up and I would picture Dylan in the back with a drink, just with that that mm. face, that smile he would get when that when you were bombing on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't let him down, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> nah, definitely. <laughs> then on top of that. He, he like uh, Chris Milner wrote like a, a two page, three page. What was it? Two pages, three pages of like puns and and and. and great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, it wasn't like it was a dope ass. Yeah. No, like Chris Milner, but Chris had to say his piece. So right. now, like Benji's putting. To me, I'm watching. Like I'm like, damn, I'm glad I'm. I don't have to like. <laughs> Benji like killed it. Yeah. And then Milner had like written something so meaningful, and then but Benji had to like basically present this in front both of everyone of them, else. Yeah. yeah. Both, both That's the crazy thing about comedy man and like making people laugh because there was stuff i said offhandedly that i was just like i wasn't even thinking about it that people laughed at i was like yeah this is uh chris milner wrote this he couldn't be here because he, he got, got deported yeah <laughs> the place erupts but like, but, like, but, benji's like but benji's like yeah it's true i was like <laughs> just thinking about two of my friends gone this year. Like, bro, bro. that's a, wow. that's exactly what's going on though yeah it's been a crazy ass year man yeah dog <laughs> on your website, there's a sex playlist. 
Yeah. I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Sierra. Did you uh-huh. have Majid Jordan? Is that on it? Yeah, that's on there. Jeez. Did we talk okay. about Majid Jordan? We've talked you? about it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I like having sex to this too. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of guys talking about what they like to have sex to. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorite bits that you had back in uh, the, um, the Spotify, Spotify playlist. playlist. You what don't do that anymore. I don't do it too much. It, that joint used to You rock. legit have a, yeah. a sex playlist, though. Yeah, no, I have a lot of them, but one of them's on my website. You have, oh, what? Do, you have, do you have a sex playlist? Um, I have sex albums. I don't really have a playlist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think I'll a go good like, solid sex playlist is is key. Yeah, sets the probably. What was it? Was Aaliyah on it too? I think Aaliyah's not on that one because Aaliyah's not on Spotify. Really? But on other ones. Okay. <laughs> She's yeah. not on Spotify. I don't know. I don't think so. Who's I've it? looked. So Maybe how long, she is now. How long are the playlists? Like, so usually you try to like, go through <laughs> Three all... hours of fucking. <laughs> 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 all night long. <laughs> the quiet storm. No, it's, yeah, it's long playlist, but it's not, you know. You can finish one chorus, you're good. You know, yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, <laughs> Actually. One make, verse, you, one you, chorus. You make it to the chorus. Done! <laughs> <laughs> Get out! <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, no, I uh, I like that. I like sexy music. I don't know. I like. I have so many of these playlists. Like, I probably listen to them without having sex. Benji's a very sensual. Mm. Yeah, you're you're very passionate R&B guy. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the older I get, I'm just appreciating R&B more. Yeah, because I remember, like, I would just put on anything back in the day. But it's like, my boy was like one time. He's like, you listen to rap when you fuck. You want to listen to like an angry man shouting when you're having sex? Like, that's not right. That doesn't set Damn, it sounds like your so boy o- was like OG gave you some yeah, game. Some Latino OG. <laughs> <laughs> the same guy who fired you. Like, yeah. you got a yeah, me and my boss talked about a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you should do comedy. And also, you should have a sex playlist. Pull out from under my bed while he's like, why you fuck to this, man? <laughs> yeah. It's no good humping. You got to fuck to bachata. It's no smooth. <laughs> oh Use your lips more. Like, what? Use your tongue. Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> Guillermo. This is not appropriate. Yeah. I was fired two years ago. Why are you still talking to me? We're in Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> this was a, this was, well, this was, a, this, I think that's a good way to end our episodes. Jesus Christ. Man. Uh, appreciate I, you doing this one. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. I hope there's something entertaining in here. Uh, uh, no, nah, the whole story was fucking that's just fire, bro. Let's go, bro. Yeah. But can I plug in the show? Plug your I, show, dog. Um, yeah, so everyone listening, I'm doing my first uh, headline at U-Haul this Friday, June Damn. 29th. So get your tickets if you like reggae music, Afro beats. Um, yeah, come check it out. U-Haul, that's a big deal, Congrats, man. Congratulations that, that, on that, that bro. That, that that's a, a big deal. Big, that's yeah. all I want to like, let people know. Um, it'll be me and Spinrillo, Giovanni, Shasada Nandi. That put the whole thing together, but um, yeah, U Haul June 29th. Get your tickets. That's what's up, man. Congrats. Yeah. Oh, thank and you, man. Uh, this Thursday, uh, Benji and I were both at the DC Improv. We are uh, doing the uh, Dylan Meyer showcase, raising money for his charity. Uh, tickets are on the DC Improv website for that. Um, anything else, Benji? Uh, time Machine Roast. Look that up. Look up tickets at Benji Himmel, B E N J Y Himmel. Twitter's popping sort of and uh instagram and all that shit awesome man uh if you rock with the uh, podcast let your friends know if you don't rock with us let the streets know thank you guys see you on the next episode peace Peace. dj bo the gayest dj in town
Martin Amini, the best hair in the biz, and he's not gay. DJ Bo is though. <laughs> Hello darkness, my old friend I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains Within the sound Of silence Watching From a post up high where you see the ships afar From a well-trained eye The waves all keep on crashing by If you are the life post Then you own the working class But if you want the answers You're
that's just the way it goes. I be on that shit that I had you on that I don't want no more. At this time, I need all my freak hoes to get down on the floor. If you came to rep your set, right that nigga, let them know. If it's jail, I keep for stopping and hitting the sleep, fuck it, I go. I'll be out in the week, straight heat swerving down your street. And it's stolen by the bill with 23s on the feet. The legend Rocky D. Brown, back in time to beat it down. Face, I love the sound, slap the taste, they hit the ground Back in the A, pick up, pick up with some P.I. that don't play On that kryptonite we stay, so how we might fly away I'll be on that kryptonite, straight up on that kryptonite I'll be on that, straight up on that, I'll be on that kryptonite I'll be on that kryptonite, straight up on that kryptonite I'll be on that, straight up on that, I'll be on that kryptonite I'll be on it all night, man, I'll be on it all day Straight up, pimp, if you want me, you can find me in the Time just praying for this, locked up, make a plan for this, without all that fancy shit, way too advanced for this, got polo socks, tank tops, and drawers up, put on my plans for shit,
MCs with gusto, y'all ain't never seen before El Producto, pass that jump too slow That's what's up, yo, the kid with the buck too slow Oh, that's meth man, Southpaw, I throw my left hand To that hardcore that even make the tech jam Oh my goodness, trust me, ain't nothing like some hood Gotta love my dogs, but ain't nothing like a good Strictly, if I'm going down, she coming with me Whole time screaming, oh my god, ain't no mystery Y'all been warned about them killer bees on the swarm Y'all been warned, you either step or get stepped upon Correct me if I'm wrong, but fake thugs never last long Can't wait until your fate gone Y'all been warned about them killer bees on the swarm Y'all been warned, you either step or get stepped upon uh-oh, I think they're playing our song Let blood clan in the front saying the song Try to woo, hate, duck, you could my Watch the block get clear when I buck my Boomerang darts, you can't duck my No telling which clan, man, you got struck by Chains get chucked when we walk by Hawkeye, Al's being fired from crossbow I talk fly, you can't enter sketch of my rhyme threat Try to bite my quote, you catch a throat strap Soaked in sex, dope, you eat the cortex Both legs devil, you crown the ice Olex Up in the audio, but who you know? John Pizzi goes Danny Roddy, finger in no toolies, yo Stainless Bobby, boy, you have an aimless folly They try to detain this lane that we came to party Bless you getting peep by reef, get you sleep I say in the sleeper, you ain't sleep Y'all been warned about them killer bees on the swarm Y'all been warned, you either step or get stepped upon Correct me if I'm wrong, but fake thugs never last long Can't wait until your fate Y'all gone Amidst the battle, lay the worms of the big apple Broadcast live from the pits of the battle Wigs split and rattle, get shook out your saddle You ever hear me losing one of y'all fix the panel Axel, who that's true, known piranhas Who knows drama, fathers of your whole persona yeah. The mad doctor, stay locked in the OR In too deep, beyond reach of the sonar Still a bet, say my name next to Hall of Fame Hurting third string players, first day in the game It's on, son, the killer bee swarm Come, make the world shake with one continuous drum Y'all been warned about them killer bees on the swarm Y'all been warned, you either step or get stepped upon Correct me if I'm wrong, but fake thugs never last long Can't wait until your fate yeah. gone Wave it, I got you Shoot this in his face fast mumbling I heard y'all forgot war Wear your crown black down Watch the block too Blow at y'all Blowing at the cops hey, yo, too Yo, my wallet stay bulletproof Racing in coops, yeah, we the realest Ultra violent levers on peeling us Love looking the illest Gorilla things, monster background With a history of Gap clowns, we all real in here Strap a bomb on the family member Let y'all 
know we here, blast it It's like Sheba when I splashed it Real, my hands that know the meaning of hitting glasses Tall jars against shards, Genzo's avenge guards Picture me, you in the yard for ours Kids saw statin, nines and hell and laws on colorful drawers, looking all relaxed Y'all been wrong about them killer bees on the swarm Y'all been wrong, you either step or get stepped upon Correct me if I'm wrong, but fake thugs never last long Can't wait until your fate Y'all been warned, I rock them killer bees on the swarm Y'all been warned, you either step or get stepped upon Uh-oh, I think they're playing our song Lit brunch, cleaning the brunch, saying it's on Gee, go ahead.